Hello, and welcome back to this week's episode of Lit AF with me, your host, Sarah Cohan. I am coming to you this week with a scratchy throat. I can't believe I'm saying this, but I was exposed to COVID. I had a COVID exposure this week. Um, That feels very like 2022 of me to say that, but COVID is around. Anyway, so I am um, hunkering down at home, following CDC guidelines of an exposure fingers crossed, toes crossed, everything's just like so crossed that hopefully nothing, I didn't catch it. But it's really interesting to kind of be back in like quarantine mode. And of course, now I have a scratchy voice. I'm like, am I sick? Am I sick? Is it now? Is it today? Is it me? So um, I will say that I actually, I, I think I got the scratchy throat because I was working with a client and we were doing some screen therapy together into a pillow. And it was so fun and so healing. I loved it. So um, I'm really hoping that that is why I've got a scratchy throat. We will see. Time will only tell, right? (laughs) But I wanted to um, talk today about working with the body um, to heal your attachment style. And this has become like one of the most profound parts of my coaching practice and working with clients. And so I wanted to share it on here with all of you because... It's such an important piece of what I do, but I haven't really necessarily talked about it on here. So here it is. So I want to talk a little bit today about how to work with your body and your own healing, why it's important to work with the body, and um, kind of just like the benefits of actually like tuning into the emotional status of your body in order to regulate, actually understand what you need in the moment just like really help you operate in life (laughs) to be able to like co-regulate with others, which is such an important part of being in a relationship. So if you're here, you're likely working on your relationships in your life, whether that's a romantic relationship, um, social relationships, your coworkers, your boss, whatever it is, you're likely trying to reprogram how you think about relationships. And so Today, we're going to talk about the body. So here it goes. So um, why is it important to work with the body? The way that I look at feeling sensations inside of our body is that our body is basically like a thermometer for what is going on in the brain. I should just start by saying that feeling emotions in our body is like the human experience. We're such intelligent human beings and we have such powerful bodies. And... What happens when we are when our system is overloaded with information and triggers and high emotional states? What happens is our body just becomes. We can have like a few different reactions to that. You probably heard of like fight, flight, or freeze. So those are like responses in our system, nervous system, that responds to when there's just like an overcharge, like there's too much happening, and so we're. We either are going to fight, which means like get aggressive, um, have, you know, get defensive, something like that. Flight, which just means I'm going to leave. I'm out. Like that could be a very avoidant tactic. Freeze, which is I'm just going to literally like freeze in the moment and not be able to make any sort of decision. And then part, you might have also heard, um, fawn and fawn is kind of an, um, 
a symptom of like all three of those. And fawning really means like that can be when you're going into people pleasing mode, that or appeasing mode, that is a trauma response. And all of our trauma responses are it really is just our body trying to help us in the most intelligent way that it knows how to be safe. So all of these processes, responses, techniques, tools, all of these are just trying to help you to be safe in that situation in the best way that it knows how. So please give yourself a little bit of grace as you're listening to this um, and understand that like, oh, (laughs) this isn't like a... (laughs) This system might not be serving you in the best way possible. There's ways to work with it, um, but it really is trying to help you. That is the reason I say that all the time is because honoring that is you really truly the first step of the healing journey, being able to have compassion for yourself and have compassion for how you react is honestly the first step on the healing journey. Because anytime we're shaming or guilting ourselves, we have to work through that first in order, in order to like get to what's really going on. So that's why I think it's so important to check in with your body and use your body just like a temperature gauge to see what is going on. So like I said, when I first started talking, the body is like this beautiful thermometer to your brain. And so our feelings are just reactions to the thoughts that our brain is having. There's this concept that our beliefs are connected to our thoughts. So our beliefs create our thoughts. Our thoughts create our emotions. And then our emotions is how we act from. That's where we act from. So understanding this chain reaction between all four and interrupting the, the um, reaction at any, at any place. So you can change your beliefs. You can change the thought that you're having. You can change the emotion that you're feeling. Or you can change the action that you're doing. And any of those will have like... It doesn't necessarily... It'll have a ripple effect back to the belief that you're holding, right? So what's happening in your body can actually really help you understand what's happening in this beautiful brain of yours. It can help you understand, okay, what are my actual beliefs? What's my emotion here? What, What is going on in my emotional state that I am having a reaction to? Because let me tell you... Feelings were not safe in my family. They were repressed. I learned to repress them early on. If you had an emotional reaction in my family, you became a problem. You became a burden. That's the story in my family, or at least for me and my family. So I learned early on, okay, cool. I am cool as a cucumber. And what happens is when I start to shut down those emotions... That means that the emotions that are on the opposite end of that range are inaccessible. So we have to, you know, you've probably heard like the dichotomy of life, like can't have good without the bad. Like that is just so flipping true when it comes to emotions. So if you are able to fully start to let in the like the more negative emotion you might be having and the more unpleasant emotion that you might be having, such as anger, rejection, shame, guilt, fear, the more that you actually allow yourself to feel those emotions and let them just run their course through you, then the opposite of the emotion that's the like the same exact amount of the opposite emotion becomes available to you. So it's just really fun like 
oh, cool. And once I learn how to play with it, then I can open up to a lot of other emotions. But like, it is so dang hard to open yourself up to emotions. You're not alone. This is not something that we've ever been taught. We're not taught to get into our bodies. We're not taught the language of how to describe emotion in our bodies. So we do this really, really, really slowly. And we start by just checking in with our body. And a fun way to just start to do this exercise, because I always want to leave you with a tool that you can actually take home, is just to start feeling like push your fingers into the palm of your hand. Like if you make a fist, like what does it feel like when you make a fist? What sensations do you feel when you make that fist? And then check in like to the palm of your hand. What does it feel like to have those fingers pushed in to the palm of your hand? And then maybe just start tapping your fingers against the palm of your hand. What does it feel like to tap? And then what does it feel like to receive those taps? You can use two hands if that's easier. And just start to to get really curious. Curiosity is really the name of the game here. Not knowing the answer is okay. Not have, there's no right answer. That's the beauty of this exercise. There's absolutely no right answer. And I cannot tell you every single client that I work with, when we start on day one, it is, I'm sure a lot of them feel very silly. It's very foreign. It's just such a foreign experience. And a lot of them, a lot of people say like, well, I just don't know the answer. And you know what? That is okay. I just really want to make that okay. Because you're learning. You're getting to know. You're getting to start to identify those types of things. Another exercise you can do is get a a hot and cold beverage. And then take a sip from the cold beverage and describe exactly what you feel when you take that sip. And then take a sip of the hot beverage. And describe, start to describe exactly what you feel when you take a sip of that hot beverage. These sensations, is, it's really just... You're starting to get into the habit of describing the sensations that you're feeling. And then from there, what I usually do is work with clients to figure out what sensations they're actually feeling inside of their body. And it's beautiful, beautiful work. So what I have seen clients take away from this... I'm going to first actually start with my own experience. This was a pivotal tool that I used in my own healing experience. And I was so dismissive, avoidant on my the first start of my healing journey. I really... My coach... I, I tell the story all the time, but my coach at the time... Rachel Besser, who's a shadower coach, she's phenomenal. She was asking me what it felt like to have this feeling of shame in my body. And I was like, uh, I don't know, it's gold or gray and cold. And she's like, well, what shape does it have? And I was like, I really don't know. <laughs> okay, does it have a texture? Oh, definitely. I can't tell. I have no idea. Like everything was just kind of like black and vague. And I just really couldn't describe it or understand it or touch into it. And then I slowly started to get comfortable with understanding how to describe an emotion in my body, touch into where it lived, make space for it. And as soon as I started doing that, oh my God, it was just like, I felt so powerful. I mean, at first it's really tough, but then eventually what happens is I can start to identify how I'm feeling in the moment. It used to take days for me to realize like, oh, actually, I really wasn't okay with how that conversation went. And what happens when it takes days to realize how that conversation went and how I'm feeling, then I start to ruminate on how I should have shown up better. Ruminate on 
things I could have said, what I wanted to say. And this rumination takes up so much brain space. I can be thinking about other things. (laughs) So being able to shorten that window of understanding was huge. So that meant that like in negotiations, I could actually share like... I could kind of like check in with my feelings and be like, it's okay that I'm feeling this way. I'm going to take a deep breath, say a big number, and then just pause. (laughs) So it was really just like starting to regulate my own nervous system on my own, not needing to call a friend, not needing to call my mom and just dump on her. And not saying that every time you call a friend, you're jumping on them, but that's what I was doing. And it, it just allowed me to be able to come back to center and each time quicker and quicker and quicker. It's my favorite part of my work, truly. So I have a client that um, I've been working with him for a while on doing this. And he's started to really get comfortable with feeling emotions in his body. And at first, when he came to work with me, he really wanted to be able to know what he wanted to order at a restaurant because he didn't know. He wasn't sure of what he actually wanted. And I'm proud to say through this work, not only does he know what he wants to order, but he's like going to dinner by himself, which is like, he took the exercise and then was like, great. Now, how can I raise this? Like, now I'm going to go eat on my own. And he's starting to show up vulnerably with friends. He's starting to share his needs. He's starting to um, set boundaries. Like, actually, no, I can't host you for a weekend. I'm so sorry. But I'd love to you know, see you if you do come up that weekend or um, next time you're in town. So it's, it's just amazing, amazing work. I love sharing this with other people. So I hope that this helps you on your own healing journey. And I hope this helps you understand the importance of incorporating somatic body practices into your healing work because it can be so profound and very effective. All right. I hope that's helpful. Um, thank you so much for listening. If you're interested in working with me, I would love to I would love to have a call with you. You can book a free discovery call with me at sarahcohan.com forward slash coaching. And um, in that discovery call, what you will learn is your unique attachment style and how you can start to create secure relationships in your life. And secure relationships looks like being able to ask for your needs to be met, showing up vulnerably and authentically, feeling loved, safe, included, and accepted in your... Honestly, in your existing relationships and any new relationships that you want to form. And what else? Uh, just creating the life that you've always dreamed of. <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> I love it. It's my favorite, favorite, favorite thing. So if you're interested in seeing if this program would be a, a good fit for you, it's one-on-one coaching um, weekly. Go ahead and book a free discovery call. Again, that's sarahcohan.com. That's S-A-R-A-H-C-O-H-A-N.com forward slash coaching. I look forward to seeing you there. Thank you.